Hello and welcome to the Yoga Lab Life Awareness Podcast with Mikhail Biker. Get inspired to live a healthier, happier, and more purposeful life. Welcome, Michael. Welcome to the to the show. It's a pleasure to meet you and to talk to you. I actually love your content on your social media, on YouTube, on Instagram, because I feel that you have this um, approach on spirituality that resonates very well with the purpose of uh, this podcast, which is bringing spirituality down to earth. So I feel you have this very down to earth um, way of explaining spirituality, what it is, what it's not, uh, how to approach it, the, the difficulties on uh, spirituality. And uh, uh, yeah, what who are you like what how did you start into this how was your process on of becoming this uh spiritual person and into techniques and uh, teaching people yeah I, it's it's funny when i was younger i, I was um, raised in in a christian family and my father he was a preacher basically in the church and my mother was also in in women circles and preaching a lot about the christianity and uh, I, I grew up in this kind of uh, christian religious um, it's spiritual environment as well but then slowly i um, got more into other spiritual practices as well and um, got interested in other religions as well and then i saw well um, of course there are many views on life and many different religions and they, they all claim they, they they are the right ones and i thought there must be something more essential in this and um, I, I started thinking a lot about this from a young age already and started doing a, a more spiritual practices myself, which are not so much religious, like meditation, for example. It's a very spiritual practice, but it's not religious. But it helps you to um, kind of step out a bit of that, the, the mind, the, the, the stories that you have about what life is and what the God is or a bit... Uh, um, the theoretical things which are very much uh, with, with the mind and not so much experiencing it and feeling it directly. So I started to dive more in, more into that of what is it actually? What do you feel? What do you really experience? And maybe that's also a bit why uh, when you say uh, the down-to-earth kind of way of, of sharing this knowledge and, and, and teaching because I think if it's if you don't really feel it if you don't experience it you can make it real with your mind and you can make all sorts of stories about what life is about what god is about what uh, this universe is but then it, it stays a nice theory and maybe you can uh, inspire others to believe the theory as well but it's still not their own theory and people will become like just a parrot repeating what somebody else says and this is in a way, also what happens sometimes in, in religion, that people lose the essence of uh, what what the, the belief or the idea really is. It should not be a belief, it should be a direct experience. Okay, what do you really feel? Do you really feel uh, what is mind and what is inner peace and what is love and what is all these things, learning to experience it directly instead of Having it as a nice theory from somebody else, but still living your life with mm -hmm. very much attention and, 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 and stress. So I got more and more into that. And then 
some things happened in my life. I got a, a pretty big car accident when I was 18. And, and uh, my father in that same year died also. And uh, some things happened in which I start to realize like, you know, there are more important things to life than what most people are um, busy with and stressing out about. Uh, life is, is a flow, is a dance of creation and uh, we got to flow with it. And uh, otherwise we fight with it. And that's a fight you will never win mm. but did you start on spirituality before that car accident or after there was be before yeah I, i think i got into into spirituality when i was about 13 14 or something like that and uh, when i was 18 i got that car accident so i so. i was already um well prepared for these things so uh, thank god everything went went good with that car accident but i was almost happy when it happened like wow what a what a life experience uh, mm. I, i i have to to be able to see the fragility of life and the the beauty of being healthy because i was in hospital for for uh, quite a while and mm. yeah you, you but i'm quite curious about this uh christianity and your family how did they support you on this spiritual journey did they know did they not know were you having some difficulties some conflicts maybe on this they 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 i don't i can't say they really say they supported me. <laughs> they supported me no uh i i think um when my father got older he got more and more a bit free from the dogmatic uh religious aspect of christianity and and um for himself he realized much that it's 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 about love basically that's the essence the core of of uh, should be the core of christianity what jesus was teaching that you have to love your neighbors you have to um really feel that state of of, of acceptance and forgiveness and, and unity but and, and stepping out a bit of that dogmatic theoretical practice of all the rules that come with it and, and uh, the sin and uh, going to hell forever and those mm -hmm. kind of uh, of theoretical things so for me i was living a little bit i think side by side of my parents my parents had their life and i had my life from the age of 13 and i did my thing and and they did not much uh, know much about what i was uh, practicing really uh, mm. on the side but uh, i still had to go to church when uh, until i was 18 years old so i think i did get a lot of the the time every sunday to think about well if i don't agree with what is being said now what do i think you know what mm -hmm. what, what uh, and that's important for everybody in life to start to feel okay if you don't agree with some things, what is it that you really feel is truth? What you really feel is reality? And, and think about those things and process them. Mm. Uh, do you, did you, I, and you told me that your father passed away when you were 18. Um, did you feel that something in your, in your life radically changed after that? I will touch on a bit of a um, delicate subjects maybe, but, Uh, do you feel that your life changed in a certain way as a man? Because I know that uh, most of us as men, as we grow up, we tend to look for our uh, father's approval in a way. Mm -hmm. And how did that change for you? Well, um, by the way, you can ask all these questions. Eh? It's, it's good you ask them. Um, well, 
I mentioned before, I had a bit of my my own life also. I always felt felt support, by the way, of, of my my parents. Eh? Not not so much in in the spirituality, but also I always felt very much loved and and kindness. And uh, um, I think this is very much uh, has been a very good foundation. Um, but like I mentioned, I also had a bit of my own life. So when he passed away, I already had a had very much my own ground and my own beliefs and my own idea of what life is all about. And that um, that things pass, people die, life grows. Uh, that's that's the way of of this reality uh, that we live in. So I I think. Um, I'm very glad he taught me a lot about really love, loving a lot of people. That's very beautiful. But when he died, I I think I was even more maybe able to really feel like okay, now I'm at least on the masculine side. I'm I'm now on my on my own by myself, and I'm grounded in my ideas. Um, so it's. Um, it made me realize, of course, even more if you experience death from so uh, close that um, you put things into perspective, what is really important and what is not. And you get more of the idea, okay, how do I want to live my life? You have an example of you that passed away. So now, now it's up to you, basically. So I came more into a direction. Okay, what do I want? And I already felt then very strongly um, to to that it is a very beautiful thing to be able to help others, teach others, uh, and living, uh, let's say, in connection with with the truth that they feel within because that's how he lived his life as well maybe in a different bit of a truth but he lived his life in that way yeah. what does it mean to live in your life in the according to the truth so i think everybody feels in a lot of ways what is the right thing to do and what is not the right thing to do and if you really it's like an inner compass that everybody has and that compass um sometimes people become so desensitized from from that that they stop listening to that because the mind is so busy and chattering and they, they don't even really feel anymore what is the, the right way to live but there is this kind of truth within that everybody feels what is the right path to to uh, walk the right thing to do to follow your your really your heart's desire to follow what your heart is telling you how to live what to do and it goes for following your heart's path in um, doing what you really love in that that sense but also um, I think to to understand that we have something built into our system which is that uh, you don't want to um, harm other beings and you don't and you do want to really like a tribe we're living is still in a tribe that's how our whole neural system is connected um, and we want to help others we want to do for something good for others that, that's what makes us really happy so not to live your life only for yourself and only getting a lot of um, 
things and possessions in your life, but to live on a deeper level, enriching your life um, of doing something good for others. And in that way, to stay true in, in how are you living your life? What are the choices that you make in your life? What are they based on? Are they based on your fears that you have in your mind? Are they based on what other people expect from you? Are they based on um, what you have been reading a lot in the past, but actually it doesn't really make sense. So to really follow that truth. And I believe if you follow that, and um, then you will live life in such a more satisfied sense um, and a fulfillment kind of way. Um, and, and the truth is not a theory, you know? The, the truth is something that has to be felt, has something to be experienced, has something to be lived. Because otherwise it's a story of the mind and every mind, your brain, my brain, other people's brain, they work differently with different segments of memory. So they will create a different story about what reality is. But it's about feeling it and living it. And what do you, how do you feel the, we can we can break these stories that we have? How can we start um, going on a more experimental path? Because it sounds good in theory again, but uh, when we have already a lot of stories that we made about what the world is, what, who we are, um, what we can or cannot do, how do we, how do we start breaking those and actually experiencing on ourselves what we can and cannot do? Well, this is um, something that I hope to really um, share with others through all these these courses, these online courses that I have. It's through a combination of, of breath work, of changing your habitual patterns, first of all, in daily life. So um, it's really hard, let's say, at the foundation, it's really hard to break free from your ways of thinking if you're stuck and if you don't have the energy that you feel like okay i'm gonna make a change but if you're stuck if you have no energy you're, you're every day spending a lot of time on maybe the work that you don't like or with the people you don't like or um, things that don't feed you and then it's really hard to change so first of all changing habitual patterns that you feel are nurturing you are feeding you in the way that you eat in the way that you exercise and all these things. And then it comes down to creating those moments in which you start to, for a moment, peel off those layers of identification, your stories about life, your stories about yourself, your judgment about yourself, about life. And that's done with meditation and breath work. And this breath work, this deep breathing, it can create for yourself a moment in which you feel state of really inner peace and then learning to bring the mind in you hear the mind still chattering okay you hear a chattering but there is something listening to the chattering so don't identify with the chattering identify with the listener within and like that you start to realize okay i'm not the thinking the thoughts that i have i'm not this physical body i feel it i experience it i have it but i'm not that and then you realize ah it's not even saying to yourself, that's what I am, because the mind is doing it, but just experiencing like, ah, I am. And you become more sensitive um, than in life because you break free from the stories that you have about life and yourself. You become more sensitive like, okay, this is what I 
truly am. This is what I truly want. And I don't have to fear anything because a lot of time fear is just a story of the mind about the future, other people, the past or something like that. You follow a bit what I'm saying, but I hope it's not too theoretical because it's all it's about not, it's not it's not I, I totally get it. Uh, you were saying about uh, breaking these habitual patterns. How do we how do we break habits? How do we let's say we have a, a bad habit that we know it's bad. We know it's not good for our health because let's say uh, someone is is smoking like whenever I don't know. It's many times that people tell me, like, I go to smoke a cigarette, like, and they, they know, like, they either say a word or say something that they know it's not good for them, but they still do it. How do you, how do you break that? Now, um, it's, it's good to first take a look at, okay, why is it that you have a bad habit? And that's a very simple question, of course, but it, it is to to create a moment for yourself to feel a moment of completeness right the moment the cigarette is there and then you feel ah oh, i'm fulfilled for that little moment or that moment the chocolate goes into your mouth and your mouth is full ah or the moment the drug hits or the alcohol hits then you have a moment of you feel completeness and and um that unity but that moment fades away very fast again and then you feel emptiness again so to Create for yourself a bit more those moments in which you feel a moment of peace, a moment of okayness. And that is, of course, uh, again, uh, they say meditation is medication. Uh, meditation is very wonderful to create that moment of feeling a state of okayness, a state of inner peace that we look for so much in our life by smoking something, uh, eating a lot of food, having bad habits, whatever it is. Now, this is very easy said, of course, because um, it's really hard for a lot of people to just go and sit and, and practice meditation every day because the mind is so restless, it's, it's hard to do. And in that case, the, bre the breath work is very great, again, to, um, to help with that. But to understand that, that every time when you're going to smoke a cigarette then, to really make it a moment of fulfillment to really create that moment okay this is what i'm looking for now i'm gonna create it so instead of being like oh, i shouldn't smoke it's so bad for me it's the last time i'm gonna do it but you look for that moment of feeling satisfaction but you're not you're not getting bold you're blaming yourself you're judging yourself and you feel even more crap after smoking the cigarette right so instead of doing that take a moment take like uh, 10 minutes make it like a ritual you 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 maybe roll the cigarette or smell the cigarette then you slowly do it and you do it very very mindfully and then you'll see you don't need to smoke so many tokes uh, you, you need a bit less and you have a little meditative moment wonderful and you then have maybe 10 of these meditative moments a day and you will see that will already change a bit the habitual patterns because feeling guilty will only create more emptiness and it will make people smoke more and that is why it works so well and the, the cigarette companies don't mind at all putting all these negative pictures on packages of cigarettes because it will make people feel even more shitty about themselves smoking and then that will make them smoke more so to create that moment of feeling a state of fulfillment and then 
people will realize when they start to do it really with full awareness and start to feel a bit more okay with themselves, a bit more okay with life, a bit more complete through those moments of meditation. Then they start to realize when they smoke, like, actually, this is really stupid what I'm doing. I feel, I become so sensitive. I feel how the smoke is filling my lungs and it actually doesn't really make me feel good. I feel a bit uh, 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 crappy from it. So then they start to realize the stupidity of smoking and that might take, take a long time, but it's it's the approach of first creating from within and not trying from without to stop but from within a moment of uh, fulfillment a moment of completeness a moment of acceptance and okayness and then the choices that people will make will come from that feeling of fulfillment and not from a feeling of emptiness you follow a bit what i'm i i do yes i i feel it's it's really quite a different approach than than what uh, I'm used to hearing, for example, on how to break bad habits. And I actually love this approach. I had always an intuition that it might, um, you might have a better chance at breaking bad habits if you, if you actually first accept them and uh, become, become aware of them. Uh, you don't have to stop doing them, but just start by being aware of why you do it, how you do it, what does it give you? So I really love this approach what you that you just mentioned um, to bring more awareness into into what you do, and I feel that's really powerful. Yeah, and and then when you get so much awareness, then it's again living in line with the truth, because then you feel like, hey, actually, it doesn't really give me what my mind tells me it will give you know it, it's yeah. that tra trap a lot with with the, the mind or uh, um easy to say the mind but that it says like okay when you're gonna do this then you're gonna feel that satisfaction you feel an emptiness now just smoke that cigarettes or just um eat that lot of crap food or watch the porn or whatever and then you're gonna feel a moment of completeness but it always turns out you've done it and then you feel a bit more empty even uh, so to get to live in line with the truth is what am i actually what am i actually feeling and then you get connected with the deeper source in the moment you connect yourself with the moment and you take that view that the mind tells you what you are experiencing or what you desire or what you um what is good or what not good that you take that out and you directly experience life and live in line with what you feel is the right thing to do. Hmm. Did you have any of these bad habits that you were fighting with? I thank God. I, 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 I like very much uh, <laughs> chocolate for instance. I, I eat that uh, quite a lot, but I don't really feel um, it's, it's very much of a bad habit, but um um not 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 really no no very interesting maybe also because you started at a very young age on this path of awareness and uh, spirituality and that didn't because it's really it's usually at that age when we start developing these habits because of peer pressure and um, yeah yeah social circles and yeah no yeah. E e exactly and and i think um it's a, a lot of a lot of the bad habits they 
can come also from not feeling very much a purpose in your life and not feeling very much um, you get satisfaction out of what you're doing and that, that the feeling of emptiness and of course there's many other things like having a traumatized past or, or a bad experience or stuff like that but i think um to also do something that you really like doing and that's another advice i would give people with bad habits to start doing things that you really like doing that gives you energy that you feel like okay this is a nice thing to do whether that's going for walks in the park playing music um, going for a swim um, hiking whatever it is but doing so that you feel a satisfaction in your life a fulfillment in your life so instead then, of instead of re, um how to say stopping the habit more of more replacing the habit with something exactly. else that you that you like doing that you feel that it gives you something back exactly exactly and if you know already if you have a bad eating habit for instance but you do it usually when you're sitting alone at home watching netflix uh, for four hours in the night and you know already okay that's when the bad habits is gonna kick in um plan already your night that you're gonna do something that you really like doing that gives you energy meet up with friends play board games for or or or, or go for a cycling trip through in the night through the city it can be nice with your friends but that you know okay i am going to replace the bad habit with something good that gives me energy and i already plan it before as soon as you feel the urge um coming up or that you feel okay tonight i'm going to be alone not doing anything or okay do something about it and not mm -hmm. just sitting on feeling bored i should not eat i should not eat i should not eat you're not gonna last for, <laughs> for very long because that's a really really kind approach to ourselves to to do it that way because i feel that most of us because because we have this feeling of guilt that we have that bad habit we we kind of implement that in the way we try to stop that that bad bad habit so we also take a very drastical decision like um hurting ourselves that we cannot do anymore that habit yeah yeah so i think this is a very kind of approach and a good start to being better to ourselves i i, I think uh, otherwise it, and this is something very important to to understand if 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 some of you have a bad habit pay very good attention what is happening because first the mind is telling you okay it's okay you can do it ah you deserve it a nice let's keep it simple with the food you deserve it you've already been working so hard today you can have the chocolate now you can have the bag of chips or the cigarette you um, whatever all these stories you do it then what happens that same mind is then gonna tell you oh you're so stupid you can do it you're too weak or this or that and it's gonna blame you so you get stuck in a kind of pattern of one part of the mind creating a moment to be able to blame itself for what it is doing and you cannot break out of that with even more force or more feeling guilty or more but you have to break out of it with uh, with love basically and doing yeah, because it otherwise it's the same it's the same mind that tries to to stop exactly. it so it's the exactly. same the same pattern the same cycle 
exactly exactly you you try to to create a solution with the same thing that that started to create the problem so uh that does not really work so with love with with kindness with passion passion for for doing what you love and uh, mm. then then stuff will start to melt how important is it to be not just being kind to ourselves but being kind to others ah it's the most uh, <laughs> it's the most important thing yeah uh i i think once we start to get a bit more connected with that truth within uh, like i mentioned I, I tried to explain before we start to realize that actually we are all connected we all are connected on a more spiritual level but that becomes a bit more theoretical again but you and i we have also we both have a mind that sometimes tells us how nice it is what we do and how not nice it is that sometimes love something really much and sometimes really hate something that um, we all have the same system and um therefore when you really start to understand that you can become only compassionate with others and you start to feel like yeah hey maybe he or she is thinking now or doing this uh, way or behaving this way because uh, he went through some bad things in their life or because for years he has been blaming himself for something he did in the past or something like that so you start to feel like hey we are all in this together all human beings we are all connected so then you um realize that judging others is basically that you judge another version of yourself and um therefore you 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 end up only being kind and on a more theoretical level uh, we all have this the spark of of the same source of life within us in a way so that you start to feel like hey um you start to love a lot more <laughs> and become mm. less, less judgmental and then uh, um, kindness does not come because you think you, i should be kind or i, I should be nice no it, it comes naturally because that's a quality of your 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 source mm. beautiful for for someone who who is uh, working on themselves and practices uh, different spiritual techniques and have has uh, reached a certain level of awareness in in themselves um, how important is it for them to not isolate themselves from the world but to actually be in the world and to to have a normal life to meet people to to give something back in that way a very good question about and yeah it, it, it's it's very uh important uh, at least i i have experienced this really because i was really living very much um um in a very easy way i i was living in in a camper van on a nice cliff by the ocean and i could go surf every day and every day i was doing in the morning go for a swim do my meditation breath work yoga and then doing that for two or three times a day and that was all very nice and um but then i met my lovely uh, wife and we started doing this together and then uh, we had a beautiful a child together and all of a sudden you cannot have those routines anymore because you you uh, have a child and it was very easy for me first to stay really peaceful and calm and and nice but it was because i was always able to keep my life so 
simple and separated a bit from the people. As soon as there was a bit of a conflict, I would just go. As soon as I felt it was not nice with people, I would just go. But never you had to be really together. And then you get to know yourself also a bit better that you feel like, ah, now I'm actually feeling a bit of tension. What happens if I um, have to deal with it because I cannot walk away from it? And this is a little bit what happened in my life, thank God, with having children. Um, then you you get a bit tested normally if I would start to feel a bit impatient and the, the child is crying and this and you try to um, help, but it doesn't work. And this, normally I would maybe already have walked away, but now you can, of course, it's, it's my child. I want to take care of it. So mm -hmm. then the limit of my patience was constantly tested and I felt like, hey, maybe I'm not so patient as I thought, but then you get more of that and you get more uh, a sense, okay, I'm not living only for myself, my own life. I also live for others. And that's something that can really happen if you only live by yourself. Yeah, of course, it's very easy to stay away from any uh, conflicts, but sometimes in conflicts, you also get to know yourself even better. You get the sharp edges of your own impatience and uh, judgment that you might have about others. I think that was the point where I actually wanted to get is to that when once you you get more deep into yourself and to you find out uh, more of who you are, why are you here on this earth? I think it all comes back to you being here for others actually yeah. and and therefore it comes it comes quite natural to at some point after maybe being isolated for a while because that's what you thought it was better and maybe it was better in that mm -hmm. stage of your life uh you come to realize that hey i need to i need to be there for others i need to um to give back i need to to show up for for others in with this new way of being with this just being my myself because that's once you you reach a certain level of awareness and self-development just being yourself uh helps a lot yeah definitely i completely uh, completely agree completely agree with that but like you mentioned sometimes you need some phases in your life also to work a bit on yourself and to to get to know what am i or uh, um and, and and what is life all about and to let go of some of your old relationships you yeah. might have uh, because it's experience right it's we have to have the experience of maybe both yeah. how it is to to be in a certain way and how it is to not be in a certain way absolutely yeah absolutely and that helps with a better understanding of the world around us the people around us and for ourselves and and absolutely 100% agree and uh, you mentioned uh, not in this podcast but before that we talked that you uh, go sometimes on in a cabin in the in the nature right alone for some time oh well it happened just once actually last weekend first time in a in a while but uh, yes but but that's uh, I I, I tend do that sometimes also. I go in a, in a, in a tent in nature, just completely alone, being bored sometimes, and sometimes feeling wonderful, connected with nature. But as you've probably felt as well, it's so important because at those moments you really, for a moment, come face to face with uh, 
yourself you 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 get to know yourself better you get more in connection with nature you quiet the mind but then coming back again into the real world all of a sudden you feel you can have a bit more patience a bit more time a bit more connection with other people so both is very uh, very important definitely yeah and i i feel that it's really important like after this experience i understood how important it is to to take time uh, with ourselves for ourselves and to not be so much how to say involved for a period of time with the with the world with uh, with people and just to to get deeper into ourselves because you for example in in my own case i was i was having these two days in the cabin and uh i was i was mostly offline i couldn't keep myself completely offline but i was mostly offline and just sitting by the fire just reading a book uh, drinking some mate and uh was like wow like this feels really good and i got to i entered into this like naturally into this state of relaxation and from then i just closed my eyes and entered into a meditation which lasted for like three hours and i i was not even aware of the time passing and it uh it revealed so much to me like just Beautiful. how natural we can get into into connection with ourselves if we just disconnect a bit a bit from the other things yeah yeah absolutely and especially in this day and age when when um we constantly have something to feed our our busy mind with with a screen and uh, uh with our work and our communications through the screen then it's it's like a essential medication basically right to go every now and again for one or two days or three days in nature and uh and switch off a bit and connect with yourself yeah and you know what's funny that i have this theory that i think that whenever we start feeling like we 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 are on to something we have this um uh, deeper thought we have this um deeper connection to ourselves we immediately grab the phone yeah. and we <laughs> we check we check something else it's a uh, it's we're not aware of it but i started to become aware of this uh, these patterns that we start doing something else we start occupying our uh, our mind with something else and yeah. if if only in those moments we would just not do that and just go go with the thought yeah. like i have a lot of this these moments when for example i go to we have this bar at my workplace and i like to go there after after work and just just relax there and leave my phone aside and uh, read a book for example and as i read the book i start uh, start having this these emotions this this feeling you know like i feel like getting very emotional for some reason like apparently there is no reason and then immediately i was i'm putting grabbing my phone and i'm like wait no and then hey, i, I left my phone aside i even uh, put it uh, far away from me and and then i started feeling more of this this emotion it just becomes something very very pure and you become more connected and uh yeah, I feel like if I would have grabbed my phone like immediately, maybe five seconds, I would be like, "Oh, I'm back to this uh, yeah. uh, robotic mind." Yeah, it's it's like you never can go into the depth of a moment because you constantly take yourself yeah. out, staying on a on a flatline. Yeah. And I think that's also one of the reasons why so many people start to 
feel a bit depressed and feel a bit of low energy because life becomes just a flat line. You can constantly yeah. entertain yourself or distract yourself with the screen, but never those moments like you had in which you, okay, now, now I, I'm having, what, what would happen if I stay with it, if I go deeper in it? Or, yeah. And the thing is that life always gives us message messages. Life always gives us messages. It's, it's, um, it will not stop giving us messages and giving us hints to go inside. It's just that we become so good at, at avoiding that, yeah. that we can live our whole lives without actually going inside. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, but the thing is, people will feel constantly uh, that they, they need that connection actually, but they are afraid to, uh, to, to go into it more and more. Mm -hmm they become alienized with that layer of reality yeah. maybe the deeper layer of reality and sometimes it's, it's difficult for me to do that on a on a daily basis at uh, like during the day uh, to just not grab my phone when i feel this urge to but instead i i decided to make this habit to form this habit of not not being on the internet after 10 o'clock in the evening because Ooh. 10 o'clock is usually a, a time when you don't go to sleep. Like most of us don't go to sleep at 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. But then it's also in the evening. So it's more a uh, relaxed uh, state of being. So then if you just do other things, you just read, you just be by yourself, you meditate. I feel that's already a good, good start. And for me, it is. Yeah, beautiful. I think that that's a very good advice to give. To uh, to everybody uh, also that you're giving now to to switch up your phone at a certain time of, of of the night and say okay now I'm not gonna look at the screen I'm gonna look at something else a book or my own mind mm. or, or my heart or mm. make a painting whatever yeah Michael what do you feel it's um, what do you feel it means to live a purposeful life. I think it's um, um, but then we come again back to to that that truth that we that we can live from within, and like we mentioned before, is that ability to uh, share share your your life, your happiness, your wisdom, your possessions whatever it is to share it with others for millions and millions of years we have been living in in together with other human beings in tribes right we are a, a tribes people so in a way it makes us happy to share that's how we are wired it makes us happy to share and of course also to to receive but that's how we've been living for millions of years but now more and more it's it's not so much as a try but you just have your own thing your own bank account your own personal status your uh, everything is is very individual and the ability to live life and and sharing whether it's knowledge whether it's your possessions whether it's your skills your time that is what makes you happy and that is what is a, a purposeful life then you serve a purpose in making other people also uh, live more happy or healthy that's beautiful beautiful thank you for sharing that very welcome uh, <laughs> i have one last question for you what was the most powerful experience that you ever had 
outside of your spiritual practice? Um, well, yeah, that, that, that car accident yeah, that, uh, that I, I had, it was a, a pretty bad uh, car accident. And uh, um, from the accident itself, I don't remember anymore, but I, I do remember uh, waking up in the hospital and just feeling gratitude, just gratitude in every cell of my body even if i had a lot of broken things and my right arm was paralyzed and i had uh, all sorts of things uh, broken ribs but um just feeling gratitude and then i also looking back after uh, realized that okay uh, even if your body is completely broken and even if it's maybe also painful um what is the most important thing is is your your mental state um and uh, a lot of people they maybe only work physically on working out and this is of course also very good because become strong and healthy but just working out working out but you also really have to make sure that you work on a mental level otherwise your body is strong and fit but mentally you feel a bit still low or down or depressed or something like that so for me that was really a moment that i felt wow just gratitude gratitude and um that was one of the the most profound experiences in uh, in uh, in life yeah that's beautiful and it's very interesting in the same way because um what we might call bad experiences or uh, like when you think of a car accident you might think like oh so unfortunate so uh, such a bad experience but yet here you are saying that it's it's the probably the most powerful experience you you ever had so that's very interesting way of uh, perceiving things yeah you you just mentioned that life is constantly giving you messages right and constantly giving you information and and uh, life is constantly shaping you um right with with everything every experience um the, the thing is, how, how do you, as a person, deal with the experience? How do you flow with it? Do you resist them very much? Do you start fighting with them? Do you start to feel angry or, or, or very much um, um, becoming in resistance to life, feeling that duality? Or are we able, as human beings, to sometimes feel like, okay, it's life happening. I open myself up to it. I see what will come. I see what will come. And then like that, you, it can start to nurture you. It can start to make you grow into a more wise or to a more experienced soul, so to say. So it's sometimes like life gives you uh, shit, but the best flowers, they need fertilizer. They need shit to grow well, you know. So it's it's a bit like, like that. Life is giving you sometimes some fertilizer. And maybe it doesn't smell nice. Maybe you don't like it. But if one can open up to that, then good stuff can start to grow out from that. And uh, um, it's sometimes, I think that's part of, of, of meditation as well, to become able to just open yourself up to whatever life has to bring in that moment, whether it's pleasant, unpleasant, and the mind says, I like it or I don't like it, but to step out of that like or dislike and just open up to whatever comes. And then something transforming starts to happen. And 
if you can even become grateful, feeling gratitude, it's like a magic potion you put on everything. The, the, the bad things, if you are thankful for them, they can turn into something that, that will nurture you. And, and you've seen that maybe also uh, in other podcasts or other people. Sometimes people have some very bad experiences in their, in their lives, but they can give it such a twist that they made it, made them much more experienced or wise, or they can feel much more uh, inner wisdom or something like that because of those bad experiences. But they were needed. They are good. Well, it's a bit flowing with what life offers you. And, uh, fine. If you want to learn more about the teachings of Mikhail Biker and the Life Awareness Project, go to yogalap.com. That is Y-O-G-A-L-A-P.com. Join one of the life-transforming mind and body training courses to awaken your full potential. The true change in this world will happen from within.